the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today, here on Study Verse by Verse, Pastor Leighton Sheely reminds us that we live for a world to come, not the one we live in now. For those who know only this world, it is a time of desperation and uncertainty. For those of us who know about eternity, investing in this world makes less and less sense as we see it passing away before our very eyes. We are going to be reminded once again today that there are no U-Hauls behind hearsts, and there are no pockets in grave clothes. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse. We are in Chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians today, as Pastor Leighton Sheely reminds us through the Apostle Paul as to where we are to lay up our treasure, to what end and why. Here's Pastor Leighton with today's program. I would like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to the third chapter of 1 Corinthians. Third chapter of 1 Corinthians. This message is another installment in our message series on this letter written by Paul to this young church in Corinth. It was a, that church in Corinth was in the midst of an exceedingly wicked and decadent, hedonistic, violent, and yet prosperous community. It's a community uh, much like the one in which we live here. And so those church members struggle to overcome the influences of the culture around them and to rise to standards of conduct that should reflect a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. They have the same struggles that many of us have, and that is wanting to enjoy the benefits of being in the kingdom of righteousness and yet occasionally wanting the pleasures that come from being in the kingdom of unrighteousness. And so what Paul did is he wrote this letter to the Christians on how to live in the midst of a godless society. So there's much we can learn from this letter. When we met last week, we concluded our study by looking at the passage that begins in 1 Corinthians 3.12. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. And by the way, the Bible talks much about rewards. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. So the Bible teaches that someday uh, we as Christians are going to receive a final inspection from the Lord. And if we've done slipshoddy work, if we've used shortcuts, if we have not used the best in materials and workmanship, then we will suffer great loss. Now, we'll be saved. We're not going to lose our salvation, but we'll be saved with nothing to show for our lives. You see, when someone is escaping through a wall of fire, a wall of flames, and can you picture that in your mind, somebody trying to run to safety through a wall of fire? They're not dragging behind them their high-definition television. They're not dragging behind them their wall safe. They're just trying to escape, and they'll be fortunate enough to escape with the clothes on their back. And even the clothes on their back may be of little value after the experience. Jesus said, lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. And so instead of some of us having treasures laid up in heaven, we're only going to get there with the 
clothes on our back. After one of the services, I was introduced to the mother of someone who, in our, uh, in our church who, at the age of 70-plus, I think it might have been even 80-plus, had just come to know and receive Jesus Christ as her own Lord and Savior. And so she's just, just becoming a Christian and, and a church person recently. And, and after the sermon, she leaned over to her daughter and she said something like, Honey, I have so little time left to store up treasure. Well, folks, we all have very little time left to store up treasure. In recent weeks, I've talked to a number of people who have been dramatically affected by our current economy. I talked with a high-level executive who uh, very successful and has been working for years setting aside a portion of his income in investments for retirement, only to have those investments decimated by the recent banking fiascos. Basically, his life's work has been stolen from him and his retirement's been deferred. But that has been a life-changing experience for him because he's realigned his values, and he's decided to invest his resources. And by the way, resources are usually uh, defined into three broad categories, time, talent, and treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. And he's decided to invest his time, talent, and treasure in kingdom-building investments and time. Um, I spoke with a real estate investor whose portfolio of properties were systematically falling into foreclosure one after another, despite all of her efforts to save them. She was not sure if she's going to be able to keep any of the properties that she has worked so long and so hard to acquire. And she has also gone through a life-changing experience. And she has uh, decided that she wants to take her time and her talents and her treasure and tell the world about Jesus and the lives that he has miraculously transformed through movies and documentaries. That's her interest, that's her passion, that's her background, that's her education. Not since the 1930s have so many American Christians had their values challenged as today when the vulnerability of worldly wealth is so manifestly evident. Proverbs 23.4 says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. And many people have watched their worldly wealth sprout wings and fly away in recent months. One way or another, all our worldly wealth will someday be lost. John D. Rockefeller was one of the wealthiest men who ever lived, and after he died, someone asked his accountant, how much money did John D. leave? And the accountant Uh, said this classic reply, he left all of it. Wherever John D. went in his afterlife, he didn't take a penny of all of the wealth that he had accumulated in this world. A number of months back, my family and I had a chance to visit the King Tut Museum exhibit at the museum in San Francisco. And this young emperor was buried in, in, I don't know, six or seven coffins that were all made of gold and, and surrounded by gold and, and incredible worldly wealth. And his was one of the tombs. It was very rare because the grave robbers had not been able to find it. And so it had been basically left untouched for all of these years until it was discovered in 1922. But when they discovered it, they found that all of the treasure was still there. But King Tut had left. So wherever King Tut is in his afterlife, he wasn't able to take any of his possessions with him. The fact is that if your possessions are not taken from you in this life, 
you will surely be separated from them in death. Even what you have left behind intending for the good uh, of your loved ones, to provide for your loved ones, even that is exposed to theft. The wonderful Christian attorney who handles estate planning for many in our congregation wrote a letter. And in that letter, he said that the world economy, the world economic condition is in chaos. And it appears Congress is going to do nothing about the coming estate crisis. For, for example, if your estate is worth more than one million at the death of a second spouse, everything over one million will be taxed at 55%. Now, one million might seem like a lot today, but as the value of the dollar plunges, uh, more dollars are going to be in circulation and needed for making purchases. At one time, the little homes that are on the hill uh, behind our church here were selling for nearly $1 million each. Now, the prices of those homes have dropped temporarily, but eventually they will spike again as the value of the dollar plunges. You'll remember the value of the currency in socialist Germany of the 30 plunged so greatly that we have pictures that show people carrying wheelbarrows of money in order to buy a loaf of bread. For those who know only this world, it is a time of desperation and uncertainty. For those of us who know about eternity, investing in this world makes less and less sense as we see it passing away before our very eyes. Jim Elliott, a uh, Christian missionary to Ecuador, said, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. Jim Elliott, the missionary, understood that whatever we might gain in this world, we will eventually lose. But whatever we gain in the next world will not be lost. And that's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus said, Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. So we can't take it with us, but Jesus said we can safely send it ahead and store up treasure in heaven that will be ready and waiting when we arrive. Now, this world is full of thieves and corruption. But the Bible says the thieves aren't getting into heaven. So theft is not going to be a problem in heaven. You will not need to lock your car, if there is such a thing, in heaven. Thieves aren't going to be there. And uh, decay and corruption came into this world because of sin. And there's not going to be any sin in heaven. So there's not going to be any decay or corruption in heaven. That means you could take all of your finest treasure and sit it out on a sidewalk in heaven and take a cruise around the universe for a few weeks and come back and your treasure would be sitting on the sidewalk exactly like it left you because there's nobody that's going to steal it. Thieves didn't make it into heaven, and it's not going to rust because there's no corruption in heaven. If you want to make a safe investment, you want to make it in heaven. Now, after last Sunday's message, I had several people come up and say, Pastor, how do we lay up treasure in heaven? Jesus said we should lay up treasure in heaven, but how do we do that? And so today we're going to begin uh, exploring what the Bible's answer is to that question. Now, perhaps the first and the foremost and the most fundamental principle in laying up treasure in heaven is understanding and being fully convinced that God owns everything. 
and that we are merely stewards or servants who manage God's resources. And this is a theme that is all throughout Scripture. For instance, in Psalm 24:1, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all its peoples belong to Him. Haggai 2.8, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And then in this uh, book that we're studying, 1 Corinthians, in chapter 6, Paul writes, You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So this biblical worldview of, of, of God owning everything is contrary to the godless lies and philosophies that we are inundated with in this world. Now we will go on tomorrow to take a look at some of those lies that are handed to us, expecting us to simply fall in and believe them. Well, you've been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Questions about the program, about Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, can all be addressed on our website, highlands.us. That is highlands.us. We hope you'll take a moment, spend some time with us there, get to know us a little bit more. and Come back and join us tomorrow for our Thursday broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.